0: Welcome to the David Glenn Show. Hope your afternoon is off to a fantastic start. We have some fun in store for you today, including the Cam Newton watch. We now know he's on injured reserve. We now know his regular season is over, even as the five and three Panthers, now led by the young quarterback Kyle Allen, have a legit shot at the playoffs even without Cam. What we don't know, among other things, is whether Cam Newton will ever suit up for the Carolina Panthers again. I have some questions for you. I have some answers of my own as we celebrate night number one of college basketball and look forward to night number two. If you enjoyed any combination of number four Duke opening with a big win over number three Kansas at Madison Square Garden, or Kentucky number two beating number one Michigan State, or even the details of those wins or losses, Wolfpack falls at home to Georgia Tech while missing a couple of key players. Devils beat the Jayhawks while welcoming some new faces and some key talents to go with sophomore point guard Trey Jones, who was the man, and the glue, and the leader, and the key defender, and a heck of a distributor again last night. Remember tonight on night number two of the of the regular season of college basketball, you have Carolina hosting Notre Dame, you have UVA visiting Syracuse. If you need a reminder why there are such big time matchups at this time of year, even in conference play, remember it's year one of the ACC network. And you need that channel through your provider to watch either the Irish at the Tar Heels or the Cavs at the Orange. That is the doubleheader on the ACC network the day after a fun doubleheader at Madison Square Garden on ESPN proper. We will talk college hoops, including what went right and what went wrong last night for the Devils, the Pack, and others. We will talk about day two as Cole Anthony, UNC point guard, makes his debut. There are a lot of talented freshmen in this league again, in this neighborhood again, in this country again, as Zion Williamson and R.J. Barrett were two of those most prominent last year, fitting that description, and they certainly lived up to that hype in many, many ways. Cole Anthony is on that short list for reasons we will explore today. If you've seen him as a high school prospect, you know what I'm talking about. If you have not seen him prior to his Carolina regular season debut tonight you will get an eyeful of a guy who fits that rare description yeah good enough to be first team all ACC even as a freshman yes good enough to be all-american as Zion Williamson and R.J. Barrett last year, remember, were at Duke. Yes, even as a freshman. The one-and-done phenomenon continued at Duke last year. Cole Anthony is that good as a member of the Tar Heels this year. Carolina hosts, I think, a pretty good Notre Dame team tonight. I call the Irish my dark horse in that league. We'll talk college hoops. We'll talk NFL. We'll talk Cam Newton. We'll talk college football playoff committee. They unveiled their first rankings of the 2019 season last night. The top four in order were 8-0 Ohio State, 8-0 LSU, 8-0 Alabama, and 8-0 Penn State. Do the undefeated teams outside the committee's initial top four, I'm looking at you, Clemson and Baylor and Minnesota, do those teams have to worry about being left out of the college football playoff bracket even if they end up 13-0 and Power 5 Conference Champions. We will explore that today. How many teams have a realistic road to finishing in the top four? I'd say about nine, but you could debate that for sure. How many teams would have a good argument if somehow they win out from here? Maybe your favorite team was outside the top 10. Maybe it's 7-1 and one Wake Forest, and you're dreaming of going to Clemson and beating the Tigers at Death Valley and then going on to the ACC championship game and winning against whoever represents the coastal chaos half of that equation. We will explore that question today as well. Questions, comments, complaints on college basketball and what you saw last night, what you're looking forward to tonight. Questions, comments, and complaints on college football, including the initial committee rankings. Remember, whereas other polls are just for fun and as talking points, these are the people who will determine which four teams get to participate in this sixth edition of the college football playoff format. Four teams and only four teams get in in this current edition. It will grow to eight at some point in the future. I don't know how far down that road it will, but for now, we have four, for better or for worse. And as you usual, one of the teams that we follow closely, in this case, 9-0 and Clemson, outside the top four, Dabo Sweeney, our guest on the David Glenn Show, yesterday, you know what he's going to say if he hasn't already. We don't care where we are on November 5th or 6th. We know that if we keep winning, we're going to be in that Final Four, and that's what matters most. Florida State's football vacancy remains unfilled and probably will be for a while. As expected, you've already seen guys like Urban Meyer or Bob Stoops say they're not going to be the next guy at FSU. Meanwhile, you all know how this game works. Prominent up-and-coming young head coaches get raises and contract extensions to stay where they are just because their athletic directors and university presidents are reading that they might be on the Florida State hit list. Congratulations to P.J. Fleck of undefeated Minnesota. He just got all of those things. A bigger buyout, a longer-term contract, more money, and all the rest. These coaching carousel stories almost always include guys getting big, fat raises just to stay where they are. I'll tell you the more realistic targets for the Florida State Seminoles as they continue their season, of course, but without Willie Taggart, who was let go with a $18 million buyout a little bit earlier this week. The Charlotte Hornets will have a winning record tomorrow night as they host the 5-1 Boston Celtics on what will be Kemba Walker's homecoming game. Just as that Cam Newton guy is one of the greatest players in Panthers history and maybe the most important player in Panthers history and his future is uncertain, we know that the Kemba Walker story, the greatest player in Hornets history, that has already started a new chapter. He's wearing a Boston Celtics uniform. They do have the Celtics, one of the best records in the NBA here at this early stage of the regular season. It will be a homecoming for Kemba as James Borrego's Charlotte Hornets are using a whole bunch of young players players and somehow some way they're off to a 4 and 3 start after eating, beating uh, Indiana in overtime last night. We'll see if the Hornets can keep up their surprisingly strong start. The Lakers, the Sixers and the Celtics have the best regular season records. It will be Boston at Charlotte tomorrow night. The Hurricanes lost last night 4-1 in Philly. They host the Rangers tomorrow night. I will be on the glass with some special guests at PNC Arena, so I do hope to see you there. Darren Vaughn is the producer of this program. Intern Will is taking your phone calls on the Cam Newton and NFL questions of the day. Duke and State played last night. Carolina and Wake play tonight. Kentucky got a big win. UVA visits Syracuse this evening. Louisville, one of the preseason favorites nationally and in the ACC, won convincingly at Miami last night. I saw more reasons why the Cardinals are and should be viewed as one of the ACC favorites this year, along with Duke and Carolina and UVA, and some of those we're used to seeing or have become used to seeing in that neighborhood. College hoops is on my mind. The NFL, Cam Newton, college football, the committee rankings, the FSU vacancy, the NHL, the NBA. And yes, you, the listener, are invited to participate with your question, comment, or complaint. Wolfpack fans are disappointed about losing to Georgia Tech at home. Duke fans saw a lot of good things, maybe some red flags as well. But the bottom line is the Devil's got to win over number three, Kansas. Darren Vaught is back from, would that be your first regular season call? As the new voice of High Point Basketball, welcome back. That's correct, yeah. Hosting William and Mary last night to open up their regular season. Don't forget the little people on your way (laughs) to rising star status. Uh, He is the new voice of the High Point Panthers, also still, for now, the producer of the David Glenn Show. Shout out to ECU, Wes Miller and UNC Greensboro, the Campbell Camels, the UNC Wilmington Seahawks, the Elon Phoenix, they were among those who, like Duke, got off on the right foot last night with victories. Mike Schragi, brand-new head coach at Elon. That is his first career head coaching win. So shout-out to Coach Shrogi, one of the new guys here in our backyard. Question for NFL fans. What should the Panthers do with Cam Newton in the bigger picture now that the injured reserve decision has been made? Another question. Do you believe that Kyle Allen – is on his way to a Jake DeLome-type career as a guy, remember, discovered, like DeLome was, as an undrafted free agent. We all know what happens with most undrafted free agent quarterbacks. They don't amount to much more than backup status. Generally speaking, exceptions include Hall of Famers like Kurt Warner and also one of the best quarterbacks in Panthers history, that Jake DeLome guy. Do you believe, based on what you've seen, Kyle Allen, Six and one as the Panthers start to remember, dating to last year. Do you believe he's on his way to a Jake DeLone type career? Or, like most UFA QBs in the NFL, more career backup status? Not that there's anything embarrassing about that. But that is part of the debate for the Panthers as they consider their future at the quarterback position. And if you're done with Cam, a lot of fans in our statewide audience as we come at you live in almost 300 North Carolina cities and towns and for many others around the world. If you personally are done with Cam Newton and you don't see Kyle Allen as the starter in 2020, who is your quarterback I'm dying to hear the answer to that question. In the coaching carousel world, I always hear way more fans who want to fire the current guy, and I don't hear many, as many fans tell me what the solution is going to be. Oh, you want to fire this guy? Okay. All right, well, listen, you have a plan? I don't do anything in life. Without a plan for what's next, if I'm about to fire the last person, I already have an idea of who the next person is going to be. That's what smart people do. You don't just fire the coach because you're mad at him. You have an idea of who might be next, who's gettable, who's interested, whom whom can you afford. That's what smart people do. Same with quarterbacks. It's okay if you've given up on Cam. It's okay if you don't trust that he has enough tread left on those tires. It's okay. It's okay if you see Kyle Allen as a career backup. But smart people, smart owners, David Tepper I think fits that description, smart coaches and GMs, If you've decided Cam's not your guy and if you've decided Kyle Allen's more of a backup that you promote to starter only when something happens to the starter, well, who's your guy? got to have a plan we welcome your questions and comments I will offer more of mine on college hoops the NFL the Florida State search the college football playoff committee rankings and those Hurricanes and Hornets headlines among others in the NBA and the NHL quick shout out and a thank you as intern Will lines up your calls I love when the lines are jumping like a Christmas tree statewide here on the David Glenn show great guests are later Chris Patola of ESPN on college hoops he had the call for Georgia Tech-NC State in Raleigh last night. Rick Bennell of the Charlotte Observer, he's all over the NBA and the surprisingly strong start of the Hornets as they welcome Pe- Kemba Walker back to town in an opposing uniform tomorrow night. Quick shout out and thank you, Darren, best-selling author John Grisham, one of my favorite authors of all time in any genre, dropped us and hardback copy of his new book, The Guardians, with a kind-hearted, personalized note and autograph. Uh, I don't know if we have to fight over that, wrestle for it after the show, but I thought that was pretty cool. He was our guest on Friday, big-time UVA and UNC fan, big-time from childhood through adulthood baseball fan of all sorts. Pretty cool that someone of that prominence would not only drop by for a long chat with us on Friday's edition of the program, but follow up with a classy book. I guess he has a lot of those laying around. He sold, (laughs) what, 300 million copies? What's $300 million and one? What's He what's, I mean, probably is not missing that particular hardback copy of the Guardians. Check it out if you can. He's a huge sports fan. You can see him in the triangle where his grandchildren live. You can see him in Charlottesville and Chapel Hill where he has homes and where he attends uh, UVA and UNC home games. Huge sports guy along with being one of the more brilliant novelists of our time. John Grisham, sports fan guest on the David Glenn Show Friday. We'll have him back anytime he has a book to promote or if he just wants to drop by. That's okay with us. 1-800-849-2761. Panthers questions, college basketball, college football, and more. 1-800-849-2761. Do the undefeated teams outside the committee's initial top four, meaning Clemson, Baylor, and Minnesota, have to worry about being left out of the college football playoff, even if they keep winning, End up 13 and 0 and have a Power 5 conference title to show for it? My answer to that question with your answers to the Cam Newton NFL college hoops and college football questions and topics of the day. 1-800-849-2761. What was the most important thing you saw from Duke last night? Should you be alarmed about the Wolfpack's season opening loss to Georgia Tech in a year where many, including I, believe that Kevin Keats has an NCAA tournament caliber team on his hands? We'll dive into all of it with your help. 849-2761 849 great guests later your calls now and you will hear from tony bennett of uva roy williams of carolina another hall of famer jim boeheim from syracuse they all have games tonight they all recently dropped by as guests on the david glenn show so sprinkling of national championship head coaches and in some cases hall of famers as well 1-800-849-2761 let's ramp it up with your calls and my thoughts next on the david glenn show Kevin Harlan is joining us. It was a boring game, and the guy ran out right through the formation as if he was a wide receiver <laughs> to be a part of the play. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. You
1: always think of calling that dramatic last-second buzzer-beating shot or a touchdown pass or, or something more historic. This is The David Glenn Show.
0: There will be some real challenges, but tremendous opportunities. You know, I think the league had a big turnover, so... Who knows, the teams, there's no substitute, we always say, for experience. Teams that have proven players coming back, I think, are probably in an advantageous spot as to those of us who are kind of unproven. Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. That was UVA's head coach, Tony Bennett, friend of the program, national champion, given what his Cavaliers did this spring. Cavs are highly ranked again. They visit Syracuse tonight. That game's on the ACC network. So is UNC hosting Notre Dame in the debut of freshman point guard Cole Anthony. That is a name you're going to want to remember, even if you're a casual observer of college basketball or perhaps a fan of the NBA. More on that story later football questions of the day even as we invite your thoughts questions and comments about duke's win over kansas at madison square garden last night nc state's loss at home to georgia tech last night and of course wake and carolina and uva and syracuse getting underway tonight one 800 what should the panthers do with that cam newton guy now that the injured reserve decision has been made and Cam's season is over And many of the headlines suggest Cam probably has played his last snap in a Carolina Panthers uniform. Again, that's not official in any way. He is still under contract for another season, but there are financial advantages for the Panthers to trade or cut him between now and the start of next year. What will they do? What should they do with one of the most important players in franchise history now that he's gone through so many surgeries, so many injuries, and really two straight seasons lost to injury? Do you believe that 23-year-old backup Kyle Allen is on his way to Jake DeLome-type status or, like most undrafted free agent quarterbacks in the NFL, more of a career backup-type thing, not that there's anything wrong with that? And here's the big question that a lot of folks are leaving out somehow. If you're personally done with Cam, and some of you that applied too long ago, and you don't see Kyle Allen as the starter beyond the current season, meaning in 2020, who is your quarterback? Because I have a really big reminder. Darren, have you ever heard the name George... Santayana, as we like to pronounce them here on the David Glenn Show. (laughs) We love the melting pot concept here on our statewide program. Don't believe the charlatans who tell you that such a thing is just a dream, Darren. It can no longer be achieved. We should be anti-other for some reason. That's a bunch of crap, and smart people know that. George Santayana... Was born in Italy. He died in Spain. And in between, he was raised and educated where? In the United States of America. Have you ever heard the quote? Those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it. Heard that one before, I'm oh, sure. Yeah. Well, most there are always debates in quote world. Most attribute it to George Santayana who was raised and educated in our great country and had those connections to Spain and Italy, but was an American man of letters, a philosopher, an essayist, a poet, a novelist as well. Wish we could have George Santayana right after having John Grisham on the program. Nevertheless, he's been gone a long time, but his quote lingers. Why do we recall it on the Cam Newton question as we go to David and Amro and Kevin and Steve and others on the NFL college basketball and college football headlines of the day. Those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it. Sounds like it should have scary, Chris Hansen style to catch a predator music to go with it right george santayana if i say the quote there and you give me the scariest surrounding backdrop music you can give me because the cam newton story and situation reminds me of this famous quote ready those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it so true in so many contexts here's what i offer you as a reminder if you're done with Cam, and if you don't see Kyle Allen as the starter in 2020, who is your quarterback is the question. But here's the reminder. If you've had a bad experience in life, maybe a bad marriage, a bad boss, a bad whatever, you can either frown about it, you can either dwell on it, you can be depressed about it, or you can do it. It's the best thing to do in most contexts. Move forward. Try to learn from it. Some try to forget And eventually, that's probably a good thing. But I've always believed, more importantly, you learn from it. You try not to make the same mistakes again, as George Santayana's famous quote reminds us. Do you know what the reality of college football is on a regular basis? Do you know what the reality of... NFL football is, on a regular basis, as we contemplate the Panthers' future, with or without Cam, with or without Kyle Allen as the starter or the backup, with or without maybe somebody who's an unrestricted free agent at the end of the current NFL season. Maybe you're picturing Teddy Bridgewater in a Panthers uniform next year. You know, Jameis Winston may be available after his career with Tampa Bay. Marcus Mariota is the backup in Tennessee now. His contract is coming to an end. You want an Eli Manning the year after he's demoted to backup in New York? Did you know Philip Rivers' contract is up with the Chargers at the end of this year? Maybe you want a homecoming for the former NC State star at 39. He's gonna lace him up for the Carolina Panthers. Maybe you have a deep-seated affection for Case Keenum or Chase Daniel or some other journeyman QB that you believe can be the starting quarterback. For a franchise that we know and love here, the Carolina Panthers, George Santayana's words linger. Those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it. Even our college football programs fit this same rule. Darren, do you know what happened Back in 2010, remember Cam, 2011, number one overall draft pick out of Auburn, Heisman Trophy winner, national champion with the Auburn Tigers, number one overall. Remember, it was controversial that they took Cam Newton over, wait for it, Blaine Gabbert with number one in 2011. That one went well. No matter how you think Cam didn't whatever, reach his potential, take the Panthers as far as he should have, no matter how you slice it, Cam Newton over Blaine Gabbard was a hell of a good idea in retrospect. Do you know what happened before Cam Newton? Or are you too young to even realize what happened in 2010? Because you know what it's an example of, Darren? It's an example of something that just can't happen in the football world. It's an example of getting caught without a quarterback. Did John Fox forget how to be a coach in 2010? No! He got caught. Without a quarterback, prior to drafting that Cam Newton guy, and after the best of that Jake DeLone guy, oh, you may try to forget it, the way you try to forget that crazy girlfriend who ruined your life for a while, the way you try to forget the unfair boss who made you miserable even before you got to work. It is okay to try to forget. But as George Santayana will remind you, those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it. And if you are an NFL franchise or an NFL owner or head coach or offensive coordinator, you cannot allow what happened to the Panthers themselves in 2010 when they were caught without a quarterback. The same John Fox who led the Panthers to some great heights was caught with, are you ready for it? And I'm not sure you should be any more or less afraid as the man in the kitchen making the date with the girl you swear didn't know was only 16 when Chris Hansen comes in to catch a predator. Jimmy Clausen, Matt Moore, and Brian St. Pierre actually started games for the 2010 Carolina Panthers because... They were caught without a quarterback. And that is part of Panthers history. And if you go back just a little bit more, Darren, do you even remember my young stallion up-and-coming broadcaster of a friend and producer? Do you even remember what happened before the year of 2010 where John Fox and Jerry Richardson's Panthers were caught without a quarterback? It happened before. And I'll bet you George Santayana didn't forget this either because he knows... That those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it. Way back before the whole Kerry Collins and Steve Berline at QB, in a Panthers uniform, don't roll your eyes at me. They actually led some half-decent Panthers teams. If you think Steve Berline and Kerry Collins are bad, oh, do I have a history lesson for you. Because long before Cam Newton and long before Jake Delone, and in the midst of guys like Kerry Collins and Steve Berline who actually rank as two of the top five quarterbacks in Carolina Panthers history, whether or not you remember them that way, Oh, there was another year, Darren. There was indeed. It was 2001. And once again, the Panthers allowed under a guy named George Seifert, who was who had left, led the San Francisco 49ers to great heights and even did some decent things as the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. He committed the ultimate sin. In 2001, George Seifert and your Panthers were cut without a quarterback. <laughs> and what happened just as in 2010 when John Fox was caught without a quarterback and they fell all the way to 2 and 14 do not forget such things learn from them cling to them do not allow it to happen again because life is too short in 2001 Darren it was a 1 and 15 debacle mainly why because your Carolina Panthers were cut without a quarterback. I could go on and on, but those are examples just from the Panthers history. In our neighborhood, Darren, do you remember Dave Doran of NC State has been to five consecutive bowl games. He's coming off back-to-back nine-win seasons. Do you remember why Dave Doran, who at the time was the hot Up and coming, former Northern Illinois head coach, cranking out double-digit victory campaigns in the Mid-American Conference. Do you remember why he not only face-planted in his first year at NC State, they went 0-8 in conference play prior to that run of five consecutive bowl games and an impressive run, that is. Do you remember why year one of Dave Doran was largely miserable? It was because he was caught without a quarterback. And do you remember, as we come to your calls, 1-800-849-2761, do you remember a guy named Larry Fedora? Do you remember that he led the Tar Heels to the ACC title game with a wonderful dual-threat quarterback by the name of Marquise Williams? He even followed it up with another really good campaign the year after. They played the Clemson Tigers of Dabo Sweeney to a close ending, an onside kick gone awry while down eight in the final moments. As we were there with the big tailgate tour and wondering, could the Heels actually grab an ACC title in the sport of football? That same Larry Fedora is no longer the ACC head coach, the UNC head coach. Rather, why? Why? A lot of reasons but mainly because he ran out of Marquise Williams and Mitch Trubisky's and he got caught without a quarterback. When it happened to Dave Doran, the Wolfpack was horrible. When Larry Fedora was caught without a quarterback, the Tar Heels won a total of five games over a two-year period. When John Fox had good QBs, the Panthers typically won. When in 2010, he was... Caught without a quarterback, they dropped to two and fourteen, and he was fired. And when George Seifert went from success with good and great quarterbacks in San Francisco and even a little success here in Charlotte, in two thousand and one he face planted to one and fifteen, and also got fired for a lot of reasons, but mainly as George Santayana would remind us, because he got caught without a quarterback. Have whatever opinion you may have about Cam Newton. Have whatever opinion you may have about Kyle Allen. Don't give me the you're over Cam and have been for a long time and you're skeptical about Kyle Allen ever becoming a regular starter for a playoff caliber team. It's okay if you feel that way. Just don't forget the lessons of the past. Why, Darren? Because as George Santayana, born in Italy, died in Spain, but raised and educated as an immigrant in the United States of America, he'll remind us all, those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it. He might not have known anything about quarterbacks, but who knew the fortune teller that he was? Wherever the Panthers go from here, I don't know. But what I do know is they can't get caught without a quarterback. 1-800-849-2761. Your phone calls next on The David Glenn Show. Gary Player joining us. This morning I did 1,300 sit-ups and crunches. Wow. I pushed 300 pounds with my legs and I ran on the treadmill. You are one of the legends of golf and you've been an inspiration as a person as well. What a nice compliment and God bless America. You're listening to The David Glenn Show. to the David Glenn Show. Chris Spatola on College Hoops next hour. Rick Bennell on the NBA and Kemba Walker's homecoming in Charlotte. The Celtics are really good in part because Kemba Walker is really, really good. He's the greatest player in Hornets history. He will be in a visiting team's uniform tomorrow night. One of the greatest players in Panthers history has his future up in the air as well. Cam Newton put on IR yesterday. What should the Panthers do with him beyond that? He is under contract for one more year. Many believe he will be traded or even cut to save about $20 million almost in cap room. Do you believe Kyle Allen is on his way to being the next Jake Delohm the rare undrafted free agent who locks down a starting quarterback job on some good NFL teams? If you're done with Cam and you don't see Allen as the full-time starter beyond this year, Who is your next quarterback for the Carolina Panthers? David Tepper is asking that question as the owner of the Panthers, Ron Rivera and Marty Herney need answers to that question. We know we're not seeing Cam anymore this season. We may never see him again in a Panthers uniform. We're coming to your calls now. I gave you my don't get caught without a quarterback. I gave you my those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it. The Wolfpack, the Tar Heels, and yes, your Panthers have seen some of their most miserable years in recent memory when they were caught without a quarterback. Kevin is in Burlington. You're next on the David Glenn Show. Welcome.
2: Thank you. All right, so, yeah, Bridgewater's the obvious answer, but how about Dalton? I mean, he's a vet. Um, I think, you know, he's the victim of a bad organization, and uh, I think he he could be the answer, you know, just to throw something out there maybe nobody's thought about, Andy Dalton.
0: I'll, I'll take that under advisement. Have you given up on Cam ever being a great quarterback again, and are you a believer that Kyle Allen could ever be a full-time starter on a playoff team?
1: Well, as far as
2: Cam goes, you know, I, I I don't know. You know, I I think if you know his ability to not run like he used to has hurt his percentage yeah. because they don't have to honor that as much. Yep. Um. But I think an interesting question is where where does Cam go? Yeah. Like if he's with the Panthers, I, I'm just gonna throw a few names out there and I'll let you go. Yeah. Uh, uh, Atlanta, the Ferris wheel of quarterbacks that, that Denver is, and dare I say, could he go play for the hoodie?
0: Hey, Denver makes sense. No doubt about it. We've seen John Elway rotate quarterbacks through there and even win a Super Bowl with that lesser version of Peyton Manning at the controls. With Mitch Trubisky struggling in Chicago, but an otherwise decent foundation for the Bears, a lot of people mention Chicago as a potential landing place for Cam Newton. I'll tell you this about my view if I were David Tepper, the owner. I would not be against the idea of having Cam Newton play for the Panthers next year. I would not be against it. The problem is that's a hypothetical that may have very little chance of even being something that you have to consider because if Cam and certainly his advisors are going to remind him of this, if Cam is not interested in playing one year on anybody, for anybody on a one year contract, right? I'm putting my body back at risk after four surgeries, after two straight seasons mostly lost to injury, and I'm gonna do it on a one year contract. Most guys don't want that, especially as a former MVP, as a guy who, remember, in his last five healthy seasons, he led the Panthers to four playoff appearances. That's a pretty good track record, better than Cam's critics are willing to admit. Now, how much of that Cam is left in a body that has taken by far the most hits of any quarterback in the NFL over these last nine years? It's not even close. Nobody knows the answer to that. But if Cam, his representatives say, I'm going to be a headache for you if you try to have me play In 2020 on the existing contract that I have, I'll do whatever I'll demand a trade. I'll hold out or, you know, if cam demands getting that longer term, bigger dollar contract in good faith, if I'm David Tepper, I can't give it to him. I can't believe I can take a leap of faith on one year. But Cam's might probably doesn't want to take that leap of faith and put his body at risk for that one year. So you end up saying, all right, Cam, if you and your representatives can find somebody who's going to give you that longer-term deal for large money. And the Panthers, remember, are thinking, man, we're going to have to pay Christian McCaffrey when the offensive player of the year in the NFL at midseason comes up on his contract fork in the road. Of course you want to keep him. You have other star players that are in contract years as well. The more money you have available to keep the guys you know you want to keep, McCaffrey and otherwise, well, it opens up almost $20 million if Cam Newton is playing somewhere else. The one-year option is one I would agree to. I don't think it's one that Cam and his people would agree to, and that does increase the chances that Cam's going to be somewhere else starting next year. David's in Winston-Salem, and next on the David Glenn Show, Go right ahead. Hey, David, what's going on? Hey, man.
1: This is David Tyler. Hey, man, what's up? North Carolina. Cool. First time caller. Thank you. My opinion, DG, on Cam Newton, he's a damn good quarterback. I don't know if I'm supposed to use that language. That's all right. But the Demon Deacons doctor, I heard the other night that if he would get the first foot surgery, he would be a number one after he got it done. He'd be back like he was.
0: That sounds good, because if Cam Newton's really back as he was, that's a valuable commodity.
1: Yes. And as far as Kyle Allen, I think he's doing a good job. It ain't all Kyle Allen's job. It's got to be the rest of the team, too. Yeah. And I just think you ought to run out Kyle Allen, let him play. And, And, you know, we win. We lose. Yeah, you know, I mean. What's the, worse, you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: the easy part is Kyle Allen's going to get eight more starts you know, assuming good health for him. He's earned that with what he's done so far in the Panthers uniform. And the reality is Kyle Allen has gone from an undrafted free agent that many people thought would never make it in the NFL. Remember, he turned pro early out of college and went undrafted. That is a slap in the face. That is 30-plus teams telling you, we don't think you can make it here. If they thought you could, they would have picked you in the later rounds at the very least. That young man has made himself a whole lot of money. Because y'all know what the going rate is for a quality backup quarterback in the NFL? For some, it's a million a year. For some, it's three or four million a year. For a few, it's even more than that. Teddy Bridgewater is on a great deal as the backup to Drew Brees and the Saints. And as it turned out, that was a great investment by New Orleans because of the the need for Teddy Bridgewater to start all of these games. I'm skeptical that Kyle Allen can be a full-time starter on a playoff caliber team. Now, maybe he changes a lot of people's minds with what he does in the second half. Most wouldn't have guessed that he would win six of his first seven NFL starts. So he's already overachieved in the eyes of most. Credit for the, to the Panthers for finding him and cultivating him. Credit the, the young man himself for overcoming a transfer from Texas A&M, an early departure where he also lost a starting job at Houston. He couldn't hold on to starting jobs in college at two different schools. Makes the leap to the pros, goes undrafted, Rises up to number two on the depth chart, and here he is 6-1 and as a starter. Kyle Allen has secured his future. Kyle Allen is actually under his contractual terms give the Panthers a lot of leverage. So Kyle Allen's going to make a whole lot of money, but I think it's going to be reliable, consistent seven-figure backup money. Because right now, for those who don't know, the Panthers have a top-10 defense, and that's one of the biggest reasons to think they still have a shot at building on this 5-3 and three start and making the playoffs. They have a top-10 defense, led by Luke Kuechly and a bunch of other very good players. One of the best pass rushes in the league after one of the worst pass rushes in the league last year. They have a bottom half of the NFL offense with Kyle Allen. In other words, you can't say, well, they're winning because of Kyle Allen. They're winning because of Christian McCaffrey and a top-10 defense. But let's not get too crazy with what Kyle Allen has done. The prettiest number is six wins and one loss dating to last year. But I, I'm hesitant to say that you know he's going to be the next Jake DeLome just because Jake was also an undrafted free agent who, of course, went on to be one of the two best quarterbacks in Panthers history. Amro is in Raleigh and next on the David Glenn Show. Go right ahead.
2: Hey, David. Hey, um, so my thoughts on it are uh, I think the Panthers will roll the dice. With Cam Newton okay. next year, if he's healthy, um, I think that you know him being on IR now gives him a lot more time to heal up. I mean, if you look back at Cam's time with the Panthers, he's only missed five games from 2011 to 2018 right? Up until this year, um, last year. So yeah. I think that's going to play a huge factor in what's going to happen. And also, another thing is is that I don't think Marty wants to be caught without a QB again. Because Marty has been through a lot of that. A lot of those times you were talking about Marty was part of that. Amen. And and another thing is that's the title
0: that's of our awesome. book, by the way. Don't get caught without a QB.
2: Exactly. But another thing is Marty did give loan that big contract um after uh when he was like thirty four years old. This like is the so fork
0: fast. in the road. And Amro, I'm with you. I would roll the dice for one more year of Cam Newton. As long as I believe that he was passionate about playing for the Panthers again and his heart is in it and his body is in it, et cetera, I'm not sure Cam's going to allow that one year to happen. I think Cam's going to say somebody's going to give me a longer-term deal because there are still, what, a dozen teams in this league that aren't sure who their starting quarterback is? Of course, someone would give Cam Newton a chance, and probably someone would give him a multi-year deal. That's where a trade possibility comes into play. If you can't find the trade possibility, maybe you cut him and save all that money. But of course, you have to have a plan so that you don't get caught without a QB. Chris Batola next hour on College Hoops. Rick Bunnell third hour on the NBA and Kemba Walker's homecoming to Charlotte. Your phone calls in between. We're glad you're with us on the David Glenn Show. Kurt Busch is joining us, 38-year-old champion of the Daytona 500. I went out with Gronk last night after after we won the race. Did you really? It was fun. Got about an hour's sleep. I asked him, I go, hey, when do you have to report to training camp? He goes, July. I said, well, we can't be friends (laughs) because i got to go back to racing.
1: (laughs) Stay with us on The David Glenn Show.
0: Chris Spatola of ESPN on Duke's win, state's loss, Carolina's debut, and other college basketball. Rick Bunnell later on the NBA. More of your phone calls on Cam Newton, the NFL, college hoops, college football, and more. That's next. Rob Schneider joining us on the David Glenn Show. When they try to have three days of the NFL draft on TV, my friend said, hey, you going to watch the NFL draft? It's like getting excited
2: about a strip club that's still under construction. (laughs) You see that building over there in a couple of months? There's going to be some breasts in there.
0: You're listening to the David Glenn Show.